everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Microphones podcast. I am Connor. And I am Harry. Hello, hello, hello. Hello and um, welcome back to another episode, as I've already said. Uh, we are going to talk to you about some news and then we're going to talk to you about five Netflix recommendations. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, the, we, we, have, we don't have as much time to record as usual, but you'll still get a full episode. It's fine. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you will. And we hope you're well as well. We hope you're all doing okay. Yeah. Um, so, we'll run through the Netflix recommendations things after we've run through some news. But for this week's news, we, there's not a lot that's happened. But for the stuff that has happened, Harry, how about we try something new for the news? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm down. What's going on? I'm going to tell you... Well, we're going to set... I'm going to tell you the piece of news that I think we both have an opinion on. That we both might want to talk to each other about. But... We have to give each other uh, a one-word response to the news. Right, okay. I can do that. Um, you are allowed a bit of leeway if you can't think of just the one word to say, and if you do run over, it doesn't matter, because this isn't a real thing that matters to anybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> say what you want, but we don't need to dive into any discussion about it. If you were looking for discussion on any of the news happening... Uh, sorry. Anyway... Jumping yeah, on, jumping, do a bit. <laughs> in, jumping in. Uh, Venom: Let There Be Carnage has been delayed. Expected. You stole my word. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I, I mean, this won't be as as funny to say anything, but uh, actor Una Stubbs passed away. Sad. Heartbreaking. Um, the Marvels has started shooting. Exciting. Awesome. Um, Idris Elba to voice Knuckles in the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel. Fantastic. Amazing. <laughs> um, Margot Robbie to star in Wes Anderson's next film. Cool. Cool, yeah. Uh, John Lithgow has joined Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Another cool. Yeah, exciting. Um running through. Clancy Brown has joined John Wick 4. Decent. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and I think... I don't think there's anything else really that I have any opinions on. Anything you've seen that you have a one-word opinion on? I don't think there is, you know. Yeah, not a lot has happened this week. The only thing that really has happened that I would like, I would probably have touched on more is, you know, Idris Elba as Knuckles. I think that's cool. I don't know if it's the best casting choice, but I'm still looking forward to it. It's really exciting, I think, yeah. Um, and as I scroll through, that is all. Yeah, that is all. That is all for the news. Wow, that was short. Um, I quite <laughs> like that, though. I think that was quite fun. Yeah, we won't do that every time, because sometimes there's going to be like news we actually want to talk about, but otherwise, no, nothing has actually happened in this week. Yeah. That is worth talking about. Um, it's not really news we address on this, but it's news I like. The only other piece of news I could say is after... after I'm going to quickly look up the, the stats the number um, the number of years that I need to look at give me a give me a hot second that's it yeah after uh, 21 years with the club Lionel Messi left Barcelona <laughs> I saw that that was shocking yeah yeah which is insane it's basically he, he was going to sign a new contract but due to like new Spanish regulations and stuff like that it wasn't financially doable for Barcelona so yeah yeah Unfortunate, but oh well. You went to PSG. Um. Anyway, uh, I guess on to our <laughs> this next big topic, which is our Netflix recommendations. Yeah. So uh, during the week, Connor got in touch and was like, "Right, I want you to pick five Netflix recommendations to talk about." Um. Yeah. So what, shows specifically. Yeah, specifically series that we can talk about. Yeah. Um. And uh. We're gonna do that now. The only I was gonna have some like things I was gonna say that we uh, I can't think of the word conditions. That's it. I was gonna have conditions where it would be like it couldn't be any of the Marvel stuff, but that doesn't really matter so much. Um, I was just because like there are a lot of things on there that are considered like oh popular. Everybody wants to watch them. Everybody recommends them. Those kinds of things. Yeah, um, I've tried to stick with. I've tried to steer away from um, like Marvel and stuff. I've tried to stick more original yeah 
And I don't actually have my list written down. I just know I looked over a few of them and I was like, oh yeah, these are all ones I like. Yeah. Um, so I can't actually remember all the. Actually, no, there we go. Quickly, just I'm quickly just looking through the list while uh, you tell us your first recommendation. Oh my god, it's me. Um, so my first recommendation is 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 a series that started off as a BBC Two show, but then was brought over to Netflix as a Netflix exclusive, and is now purely Netflix. Um, and it's called The Last Kingdom. Um, it's a really, really cool show. It's all about Saxons against Danes. It's based on a book by uh, Bernard Cromwell. Um, that currently there is oh, there's four seasons and a fifth one, the fifth and final seasons coming out this year. Um, and it's basically about a, a kid called Uhtred, um, who gets captured by the Danes um, and like grows up with Danes and then decides to he he as he gets to quite an old age not an old age but like 30s he has to try and discover where his loyalties lie whether it's with the Danes that he spent years developing this relationship with or whether it's with the Saxons where he truly comes from um, and it's just a it's a medieval not medieval fucking it's just it's just a really cool show, it's 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 really fun. The cast are great. The action set pieces are fantastic. I watched season four in like a day when it premiered last year. Um, yeah, it's a whole lot of fun. If you're into kind of that historical fiction or historical drama, I should say, um, I'd I'd highly recommend it. I think you'd have a great time. Hmm. I've not heard of that. To be fair, I think I've heard. I think you've recommend. Re, uh, I think you've mentioned it before, but I hadn't. wasn't Yeah, I wasn't one hundred percent sure if I've actually heard of that. Um, what's it called again? Uh, the Last Kingdom. It's got um, a cracking soundtrack you, too. Had you started watching that while we were still living together? I think I did. I think I watched the first series when we were living together. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty it does sure. Does say it, it went to Netflix in 2018. So, yeah, I watched it primarily through Netflix. So I think we were I'd... definitely living together in 2018. So yeah, because I start. I think I started watching it when we were to living together, and then um, series four came out during lockdown, which is when I binged it. The the That's series complete... four. It's like a complete cast of unknowns as well. Yeah, that's what I quite liked about it as well, because the cast are the cast are a really strong cast, um, and you don't kind of go into it going, "Oh, I like, I like this one." That's the reason I'm watching it. You go into it for the story. I think the most recognisable yeah. actor that's in it is um, uh, Professor Quirrell from Harry Potter. Oh, really? Yeah. I um I almost. I almost made a tweet the other day talking about something from Harry Potter, just while you mention it. Yeah. Um, and I was going to save it for when we inevitably do a Harry Potter topic. Oh, of course, it'll happen. Because I sat there and I'm going to power up. I'm basically going into the tweet what it would have been now. But I sat there and I thought about something that really bugged me about Harry Potter, dot, 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 JK Rowling. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing that really bugs me about Harry Potter is that... I think it's probably been mentioned by people, is that in the beginning of the series, they drop off the baby at his abusive family because living in the limelight would be too much for for a child. Yep. Okay, but when he's 11 years old, he's thrust into the limelight anyway, and surely that would be more damaging to an 11-year-old's brain than it would be to someone who grew up in that environment. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you would, you would yeah. have him grow up in that environment to get used to it. 100%. So in other words, fuck J.K. Rowling. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, I am actually finding it really hard to narrow down my list, but I am going to go with one which I know is 100% on my Netflix recommendation list. Yep. Um, and that is uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. I knew this was going to be one of your recommendations. I mean, of course it was. I This show is legitimately my favourite animated show ever. Fucking like, I am in love with this show. It's basically... It's a remake of the she-ra princess of power series from 1985 so it's just like spin-off from the uh, masters of the universe stuff yep T tells the tale of adora a teenager who can transform into the heroine she-ra and leads a group of other magical princesses in a rebellion against the evil lord hordak and his horde um 
it doesn't have any connections to like He-Man and Masters of the Universe in this, although in the story Adora is actually Prince Adam's cousin. Okay. Um, but and she obviously has a magical sword that gives her powers. But instead of saying, you know, by the power of Grayskull, I have the power. Or whatever. He, that's what he says, right? Yeah. Yeah. She says for the honor of Grayskull, and then just transforms into She-Ra. Um, it is. I think if this if it was on mainstream television, like if it was on like children's TV, because it is a children's show at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, even on Netflix, I still think it is one of the. I think it's probably one of the best shows out there for uh, at least for for youngsters for LGBT representation. Okay. Because there is so much of it throughout this entire show. Yeah. Like it is. Like, even people have... Like, the creator, Noel, uh, Noel Stevenson, she has herself said and said, no, we intended to set out and make a gay show. But oh, for kids. Like, it's, good, it's good for young um, people to have that representation as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's brilliant. Like, I love that it has all that representation. I think all the characters are brilliant. No one, no one in the show is poorly written. Okay. Like, every single one of the princesses is interesting. Any one of the side characters that shows up is interesting. Like, I don't dislike anything about the show. The only thing I can say is it does take a little bit to get... Like, every show, it takes a little bit to get into its stride. Yeah. And I think think starting off, the show was a little timid about truly embracing its LGBT representation. Okay. But it just gets, you know, more and more as it goes on. To the point where, I mean, I read a thing saying about... They were almost put like kind of led away from one of the end like end goals they had for the series, but because of like you know, you know what people are like, basically. Yeah, for sure. They had something they wanted to do that maybe the producers, like the upper, the higher ups, probably weren't as fond on, but they still you know went through and made the show they wanted to make, and it's a full show now. It's finished. There's nothing more to it. Okay. Um. And it's one of those very rare shows that has the one a very satisfying ending. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah, I I love it. I can't can't say more about it. Oh, nice. To be fair, um, it's hard to recommend this show. And I actually, it's also annoying because I had somebody when I used to work uh, in London. I had somebody looking over and seeing what are you watching. Like when I was on my break, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching Shira and the Princesses of Power. And it's like, it sounds you know as what people quote unquote girly. Yeah. But at the end of the day, nothing is for a specific person. Every it's you know, anyone can enjoy anything. No, exactly. And I think it's, it's if you have the mentality of oh, it's girly, so you shouldn't watch it. Just fucking, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, sure, okay. I'm watching a show. <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows ever. It's called Shira and the Princesses of Power. I'm not going to shy away from that. I fucking love this show. <laughs> oh, good man. I'm glad. Um. So technically, I have started with my my favorite option out of them all, but that's the one I knew was easiest to talk about. Yeah, that's fair. It's also got a brilliant cast. Um, one of the cast members who uh, is who comes to mind is Karen Fukuhara plays Glimmer. She also plays um, I can't remember her name. She's the boys. K- Kimiko in the boys. Yeah. Oh shit. And she was also in Suicide Squad, but we don't talk about that film. No, unless it's the good one. But she is literally one of the main characters in the show, and like other cast members, there have been. Um, Sandra O oh is in it. Oh shit! At some at one point, she plays a character called Caster Speller. Nice. <laughs> um, Ashley Eckstein, who is obviously the voice of Ahsoka. Yep. Has shown up as a character. Melissa Fumero from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Fucking hell! So yeah, it's a pretty packed cast then. Uh, Gina Davis. Jesus. Daniel Day Kim. Fucking hell! Like those are just some of the. They're not, not the higher, the like the most, you know. Known, they're not. They don't. They don't play like the important characters, but they all you know show up. That's cool though. Uh, Adora herself is played by Amy Carrera. Who, I don't know if she's done anything else that I know of. Oh. No, not really. She apparently she plays a character called Emily in Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel. We love that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's my first show. I 100% recommend that to everybody. Very nice, very nice. Em- everybody should embrace their inner princess and watch that show. 100%. <laughs> okay, but Harry, what's your second? What's your second choice? Okay, so my second choice 
is a is a show called Auntie Donna's Big Old House Fun. Okay, I can take that off of my list then because you mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, I know we we both said five, but then we might end up being a bit less if we've both got the same. But um, yeah, so basically this is a and Connor, you can chime in whenever you want for this. But they're an they start off as an Australian improv group, uh, and you can hear them on YouTube and through their podcast. Um, and they're really really funny guys. They do sketches, and they got given a sketch a sketch show. Um, and it's on Produced by Ed Helms. Yep, it's on. It's on Egg Helms. Come on, man. It's um. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's six episodes. Each episode is like twenty minutes long, so it's a really kind of nice, quick length. Um, you could oh, yeah. you could binge it in a couple of hours, and it is genuinely just so much fun. Um, it's it's kind of hard to to explain other than Australian sketch comedy. Um, yeah, it's 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 very surreal sketch humor. Like yeah. Um, and it, it it makes you think about how there isn't anything really like this other in like on British TV anymore. Like the only thing the only, the only thing I can say is like this is like the modern day Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's a fair way to describe it. Like it's very very silly. Like so much of it is ridiculous. And obviously, because it's a sketch to sketch show, not everything hits for everyone no yeah like for example my my favorite sketch might not be connor's but like, i like um there, there's a sketch all about ellen that is my that's like one of my favorites so <laughs> oh okay yeah that's my personal favorite as well but then but for someone else it might not be there are some sketches like the uh, everything's a drum and the ellen one specifically i know were from the live show as well so yes yes correct. they are tried and tested people already they know people like those sketches so you know they've just made a version that everybody can watch and enjoy um there's a couple of other ones in there as well that are like from the live shows yeah they're just you, uh, my, uh, my my some of my friends um had never heard of Annie Donald before and they discovered them through this sketch show and now I know so many yeah. people that love them and I'm always going and I've been telling people for ages you know watch them on YouTube listen to their podcast their podcast is great so it's kind of nice yeah, to I... see um, kind of people get their break and yeah this show's great I really enjoy it um, I also just thought of another show because of that that I should put on my list but um, but I can't remember the name of it right now um, but what was I going to say about this yeah I'd only heard of them like I'd heard a lot about them as like through the Weekly Planet stuff which obviously I heard of from you and I knew like people like Tom Sko were a fan of Auntie Donna and stuff like that yeah so I'd heard a lot about them and I never watched any of their stuff until it was coming to this show coming out because it was being promoted quite heavily on a lot of things and obviously like like I said the Weekly Planet were talking about it so I thought oh it's only a few episodes I'll check it out maybe because I hadn't watched anything of theirs at that point uh, I loved it thought it was hilarious and then I got into all their stuff otherwise since and again it's like everything not everything lands for me like but I've watched a lot of their videos that I think are pretty good. I think my favourite of all their videos is the cake one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I always really liked um, Roll Call for some that's reason. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. I love that, actually. It's when, it, it's when um, you know, there's a really bad Arnold impersonator and it's like, my dad, his dad's not there and at the end, his dad's an Arnold impersonator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the guy who plays his dad, his name's um, uh, Ben yeah. Russell. And he does. It, yeah. he, he's on a show called Gamey Gamey Game that's on YouTube, which Auntie yeah. Donna frequently uh, go on. Yeah, because apparently all Australian podcasters know each other. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They're all like on one big network, to be fair. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun is really good. I really would love to see more of that. So that's our that's our joint. Oh, we can. Well, no, what I'm going to say is because you've said it, I'm I get to add another one. I'm get to take that off my list, so I have another place to make my five. Okay. Um, but what I'm gonna, what should I go with next? Um, I'll choose Russian Doll. That's a good show. I've not seen that. Uh, basically, it's uh, it's another one of those time loop shows where it's like, oh no, I'm dead. Now I'm awake in the same day. You know, I'm repeating the same day over and over again. Like Groundhog Day um, kind of thing. Yeah, which has become very popular these days. That kind of story. So we've got like Happy Death Day and. Uh, What's that show? What's that film with Andy Samberg called? Palm Springs. That's it. I should know. It's one of my favourite films from the year. But yeah, um, it's uh, 
the show is created by uh, Natasha Leon and Leslie Headland. Leslie Headland obviously is doing the Acolyte Star Wars series. Very nice. Um, and uh, Amy Poehler was involved in it as well. Oh shit! Making okay. Of, uh, Natasha Leon. Leon. I don't know. How, I think is also the star of it. She plays the main character. Um, yeah, because wasn't she in um, Orange Is the New Black as well? I believe so. I, yeah. Um, I don't know how much I can read. It's been a while since I watched it, but the thing is, it's eight episodes at the moment. There is a second series on its way. Um, it's eight episodes. Each episode is like 20 minutes long. So it's a really short watch. But it's really interesting. Like I really like the way they take the um, everyday thing. And also, like all of the cast are interesting. It's really funny. Okay, cool. Um, there's not too much I can actually say about it because I have, like I said, it's been a while since I've watched it and I haven't like looked into it anymore. Well, it's also you don't want to um, spoil it as well. You just want to kind of tease it so oh, yeah. people can obviously jump on and watch it. Oh yeah, of course. Like, but um, yeah, basically it's it's the same. It's the um, same kind of premise. Obviously, that it's like oh, every day I'm waking up, I'm in the same day. So a lot of the deaths are pretty funny early on. Nice. Um, there's some re- there's some also repetitive deaths and stuff like that. The world that they're in kind of changes as they go as well. Like it's not about ne- it's not completely about the character changing. I think that's even addressed as well. Like the character is trying to change the kind of person she is, and that doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. Um, and it, the world seems to change around them. And then there's also I think at, at some point there's another character as well who's in the situation. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's a very interesting show. Like as I just like I said, there's not much else I can say about it other than give it I'll, a go. I'll add, I'll add it to my list. The first episode's very good. Um, it's I I don't even know why I said that because I haven't watched it in a long time. It's a very good show. Just check it out if you get a chance. Yeah, man, I will do. Um, and um, like I said, yeah, there is a second season on the way, but I'm not sure when because what the world. Yeah. Um, I feel that Netflix renewed series in March 2020. It was delayed. Blah, 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 began. Production began one year. Production began this year, so next year most likely. Oh, and Charlotte Copley is going to be in the second series. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, cool. I like Charlotte Copley from the one film I've seen him in, which is District Nine. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Russian Doll. Check it out. Oh, decent man. Um, That's my second show. So, what's your third one, Harry? My third one is uh, called the Chef Show. So, oh, cool! I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't even think of that one, but yeah. Have you watched it? I've seen bits and pieces of it. I actually watched Chef the other night. Well, that's another thing. That's kind of what um, I was looking for some recommendations today of stuff I've watched, and I saw your tweet that you watched it, and that reminded me of the show. And I've not seen the film, and I need to see the film. But um, Connor will know obviously about this. But uh, John Favreau was in a film. I think he directed it, right? He directed and wrote it and, and wrote started it. It. Um, it is his film. Like it is very much his film. Yeah, called Chef, and he worked with uh, a chef called Roy, uh, Roy Choi, and basically this is basically just a travel log, uh, documentary, food series where they they kind of pair up and they go around the world. Well, mainly America, um, and they just try new foods and they they experiment with new foods and create new food and they have they have like celebrity guests along the way so you know there's an episode where they're making pizza with robert rodriguez and he's talking all about his um design process and full process going into elite battle angel and there's another episode mm. where they're with seth rogan and they they do stuff with the russo brothers and it's about there's a couple of series is there's they're about typically 25 minutes an episode and it's just it's just a really chill watch it's kind of cool to see all this food being made and obviously you want to try it all but it's also cool to see the sh- sh- uh, Roy work as a chef but also John Favreau learning from him and then them talking about their collaborative process on the film that you made together um, yeah. yeah it's just it's honestly really really interesting and um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd really highly recommend it they did an episode with I want to say they've done an episode with Dave Filoni on uh, Skywalker Hello? Ranch um, which is pretty good. I really enjoyed that one as well. But basically, watch the Chef Show. There's a lot of like celebrity <laughs> collaborations and um, just a really good time. Like I said, Dave Filoni at Skywalker Ranch. Um, yeah, it's really good fun. Uh, yeah, I've only been, seen bits and pieces of it, and even when I was watching it, it was more for the food part of it anyway, because I was watching it with my mum. Yeah, hundred um, percent. 
but yeah, talking about though, okay, did you watch the video Ben did on the Weekly Planet on the Mr. Sunday Movies one about Chef? No, I haven't. Was it yet. on the Mr. Sunday Movies or was it on his own channel? I feel like it was Mr. Sunday Movies. Yeah, because he's got his own channel now, Ben. Yeah, I saw. I've subscribed, but I've not um, watched any yet. Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, he talks about how like you should watch the video really, but he talks about how Chef is kind of made to uh, inspired by his experience making Iron Man two. Oh, okay. And how, like, in Iron Man 2, it was very much... I, the only example I can go, get from Chef that I can really touch upon is how, you know, in... Sh- you haven't seen Chef, have you, so... I have not, no. No. There's a moment in Chef when he's at the beginning of the film where they're preparing for a, a food critic. And um, he's, like, preparing his the food and everything like that. He's really excited about it, like, really excited and looking forward to it. Everyone he's working with is... And then the owner of the restaurant comes in and says, yeah, we're sticking with the set menu. We're sticking with the main menu, right? We're not changing anything. And he's like well, I want to do something different because we've got this critic coming and I want to show him, you know, that we, we've been doing the same stuff for years. And he's like, yeah, but this works, you know, let's just stick with it. But he says to John Favreau's character, it's up to you, Choose. you can decide what you want to do. It'll be better if you stuck with this and we just did what works. Um, and then later on, there's like another rehash of that scene as well. Okay. Um, and it, it ends with John Favreau walking out. Right. But basically at least Ben touches upon this and uh, theorises at least that that is inspired by him trying to make Iron Man 2 the movie he wanted to make and the higher ups telling him no let's just stick with what works oh shit okay which is also believable because it was made at the time when Ike Perlmutter was in charge damn I didn't think Um, that basically basically, yeah it's about since yeah, basically it's theorized that that's what that's about, and then the second one where he walk he walks away is the reason why he didn't make Iron Man three, for example. Okay, that's very interesting. Because apparent because apparently for Iron Man two, John Favreau did have like really good ideas for it, and they didn't go through with them. They went they in the end they was he in the end he was given the option, and he decided to just make something that would appease everyone. Jesus. Yeah, so what you should watch, I think, watch Chef with that mindset, but also there's so much in the film that is actually just really genuinely incredible. Okay, yes, no, I've like, been meaning to watch it for a while, I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I just thought I'd watch it based on that one thing I read, and I thought, I know I like John Favreau, I know I've seen the Chef show, I know I like food. Um, <laughs> so I thought I'd watch it, and it's genuinely one of the best films I've ever seen. Okay, cool, yeah. Not in the way that it's like an incredible piece of filmmaking but it's like I had such a good time with it and like I've said before I think I've said it on here if a phone 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 <laughs> was a film um, <laughs> if a film makes me genuinely feel something while watching it then it becomes one of my favourite films nice so the other film that for this year specifically was uh, Love and Monsters yeah because I had such a genuine like visceral emotional emotional reaction to watching that film that I was like I think I love this yeah, I remember you saying when you watched it. Yeah, and I think that's what I had. That's what experience I had when watching Chef. But this wasn't meant to be a Chef review. But yeah, watch it. It's good, good film. Okay, um, move on to your. Do you want to talk about your third recommendation? One of my recommendations was going to be bouncing off of your Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun one, but I can't remember the name of the show. Well, that and it's the other one that the Mark worked on with. Um, I can't remember their names. It's an Australian sh- comedy show, but I can't remember the name of it. Oh, um, uh, Naomi Higgins. Um, yeah, that's it. Naomi Higgins show. But what is it called? I'm going to look up Naomi Higgins. Is it Why You Like This? I think it is. Yeah, I think that's it. Why You Like This. Yeah. Sound, um, sounds I don't have, sounds I'm gonna, correct. I'm going to put that on as my recommendation just because it's so genuinely funny. Okay. Um it's an incredible show I can't really touch on it again like too much but it's a really short show I think it's six episodes two 20 minutes each uh, it's a lot of fun the, the three main characters have a really great dynamic it's 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 rude it's crude but it's it's really funny yeah I've, I've had it on my list for quite a while I just haven't had a chance to actually get around to watching you should, it yet you should you should you should watch it yeah I'm gonna for sure um and I'm going to put that on my list as a recommendation because I feel like it's re- it's really funny. Again, it also has um, LGBT rec- uh, representation. Nice. And yeah, like I said, it's really, really funny. 
Okay. So that will cool. be my uh, third recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, which means now I've got to choose for my fifth and sixth, fifth and sixth, fourth and fifth. I've got to choose between these five. So you go for your fourth. <laughs> so my fourth um, is going to be the Crown, uh, created by Peter Morgan. Obviously, it, it's. Um, it's like a fictional about the Queen. Yeah, it's a Next. fictional docudrama. <laughs> no, but when you when you say you know it's all about Queen Elizabeth and it's about the royals and you go oh yeah we have a yawn, but and I'm not I'm not you know I don't really know a lot about the royals. I've never been I'm the biggest fan of the royals, um, but this show genuinely is extremely interesting. It goes through periods of her life, um, and the cast change every two series. Like in the first series, she's played by Claire That's... Foy. So and I was going to say, that's the most interesting part about it for me. I haven't seen it, but like that's the most interesting part about it. Yeah, so like for example, in the first series, it's Claire Foy and Matt Smith um, as Elizabeth and um, Philip. And mm-hmm. then it goes to Olivia Coleman and Tobias Menzel. And um, for the third series is... Oh, sorry. The, the next series is going to be... Um, Imelda, Staunton. Imelda Staunton and Jonathan Price. And that's it, Jonathan Price. That's a really good casting. Do you know, yeah, what what it is, what I like about it is, is it feels it is obviously it's chronological and it feels like it flows really well. But each episode can literally just jump forward in time and tell just just a pivotal moment or something that's that directly influenced her life, and it's just mm-hmm. made it really interesting and really and it really kind of captures the characters and the emotion. And you know, you watch it going, okay, this is based on you know it's based on a real person but at the same time it's such an interesting story you almost forget you almost feel like you're watching a bit of a piece of fiction yeah. I um, will say the disclaimer for the show it is heavily dramatised yes heavily like I've heard a lot about like how yeah a lot of stuff that happens in that show didn't happen the way it happens and it is obviously heavily dramatised otherwise no one would watch it yeah of course it's not a documentary it's a what's the what, docudrama yeah but um yeah, that would be my fourth recommendation. I'd again, I didn't. I watched the first episode, thinking, you know, I'll give it a try. I heard a lot about it, um, and I genuinely binged the first three seasons, and I'm on series four. Like, it was really, really good. It's cool. I, I, it's on my list, but I don't think I ever will watch it just because I genuinely don't care. That's fair. The only thing, the only thing that did intrigue me is I do like the fact that it changes the cast every time. You know, to the to match. The, the the gaps the time skips um, yeah. and that their casting does seem genuinely really good like the casting choices they make oh yeah for sure and one of the things I like when they change the cast is they don't in the show it does they doesn't make a big deal about it it just gets on with no it. of course and I think that works in its favour are you sure doesn't every new cast series start with Don Cheetah walking in saying I'm here it's me let's get like get over it oh yeah every single time Oh, cool. Then I definitely have to watch it. Do it, man. <laughs> um, I'm joking. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch the crowd just because, like I said, it just genuinely doesn't interest me. But like, I know a lot of people love it. So. So what's your what's your fourth recommendation? My fourth. Oh, this is difficult. This is very difficult. I'm gonna go with Disenchantment. Okay. The show from Matt Groening that he made after obviously he worked on he Matt Groening the creator of The Simpsons and Futurama. Um, he made a Netflix show which is more adult, not not overly adult, but it is definitely it's got more adult themes and um, bad language occasionally. Uh, but it's set in a mystical, medieval, magical world where the main character is a princess, uh, a demon, and an elf. <laughs> nice. Uh, and the first series, like the first, because it was it's released as parts, like part series one part one series two series one part two and so on um the first part was really like okay i'm getting the world's interesting there's not a lot happening here it's okay it's a little funny but by the time you get to the most recent series it's genuinely really interesting like it's i think it's you approach it thinking oh it's going to be another simpsons futurama set in the world but it's just going to be these stupid jokes every episode and it's going to be not stupid because I like The Simpsons and Futurama a lot but you know what I mean it's just going to be yeah I get semi you. the same like this a basically a new thing every episode kind of thing you know yeah for sure I get what you mean but it it's an overarching story that is changing and evolving as it goes on and you don't really know where it's going to go okay 
I kind of like that. Um, and that's why the show gets a lot better as it goes on to the point where I don't think I think actually I really really like the most recent series, but I think the series before was better. I don't know. I just think it's it's really good. It's interesting to see this kind of show from Matt Groening. Yeah. Who obviously, like I said, did The Simpsons, did Futurama, and um, his his the one he actually gave more attention to was Futurama. So I'd say this show is a lot closer to Futurama in tone than it is The Simpsons. Right. Okay. Um, which I think works for it as well. It's like taking yeah taking the kind of humor of Futurama and giving it a st- actual story, and. It actually, John DiMaggio, the one of the voice actors in the show, and he's also the voice actor for Bender in Futurama, uh, apparently described the series as the offspring of The Simpsons and Game of Thrones. <laughs> I love that. So it is kind. Of, I think it's got that inspiration. You can actually see that Game of Thrones inspiration on the show. Yeah. I like um, that though. And I there like is apparently of... an ending in mind as well. That's good. I like it when a when a writer kind of knows where it's heading towards. Because, yeah, apparently Josh Weinstein um, has said that... Weinstein also noted that part three, part three of the series was the middle, and if Netflix were to renew the series for additional two-part 20-episode season beyond the second one, the fourth through sixth parts would be the series' ending. Okay. Um, and apparently that Harry Potter and the works of Ray Bradbury and Philip K. Dick served as inspiration for some of the elements, series more fantastical elements. So there's, like... there's different parts of the world as well similar to like having you know game of thrones obviously there's all these different parts but like they, they have different like tech one of the worlds is like oh we're all magic and then one of them's like oh we're all technology kind of thing yeah um it's a really good show i actually genuinely like it's not got the biggest score on rotten tomatoes for example <laughs> but i think it's really an interesting show and if you can get through the whole of the first series it's worth carrying on okay but it is also one of those things where it's like, if you can't get through the first series and you don't want to, you know, that I, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, oh, the first series, you just need to get through it. Like, I kind of just came rid of watching it because I genuinely liked the characters and I kind of binged it as well. I think that's what helps. If it was an episode a week, I wouldn't have probably carried on with it. Yeah, that's fair. But the fact that it's bingeable is what helps. But yeah, no, I'd recommend that. It's a good show. Like okay. I just said, I just, I, did, I just did recommend it. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, it comes to my last one then. And I'm, I'm gonna... I wasn't right. You know what? Stranger Things. I'm gonna do it. Because... Boo. Straight No, because... Each season is progressively worse than the first. <laughs> I don't know. I Series 2 is my favourite, personally. <laughs> um, I prefer Series... No, that's fair. You can have... You could... Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I mean, I'm joking. look, it doesn't, it doesn't do a lot of describing. Everyone kind of knows what Stranger Things is. You know, it's 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 set in Hawkins, Indiana. It's a supernatural show. Um, a group of kids, you know, in the first series, one of them goes missing, and they realise that it could be due to some supernatural forces. Um, it's it's genuinely, especially the first series, really interesting. Watch, it's captivated the world. You know what I mean? I'm excited for series four. I do want it to end in series four, or series five. But I think. I don't want it's it. It's got to end soon. Yeah, I think I think it's got to a point and a peak where it needs to kind of get ready to finish now. Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. But I would be very surprised if someone's not even seen an episode or knows what it is. Hence my lack of description yeah. because I think everyone I think I think everyone kind of knows the show at least. Yeah, the main the main group of like kids is are really good. They're all like they work so well together. Yeah, all the the I, chemistry between the cast, all cast members are great. Um, the set design's fantastic. And yeah, even though, like the rest of yeah, the rest of the cast, like David Harbour, Winona Ryder. Yeah, exactly. But um, mm, like, yeah, that would be my good. that would be my fifth and final fifth and final choice for me. Mm-hmm. Well, then you? this is very it's a very difficult choice because I have four here that I would recommend in, for different reasons. Ah, uh, you can only choose one. But I'm gonna go with yeah, I'm gonna go with one that I haven't seen the second season of, but it's a very different show to the ones that we have talked about previously. Okay. And I'm gonna choose a show that I know you can semi I don't know how much of it you've seen to talk about, but Love Death and Robots. Okay. That's not what I thought you'd choose though. 
No, I. What, what did you think I was going to choose? I thought, weirdly, you'd choose House of Cards. Oh, I was going to mention House of Cards briefly and say that uh, the first five seasons of that show were so captivating and interesting and genuinely some of the best television I've ever watched. Unfortunately, one of the best aspects of that show is a cast member that isn't a good person. Um, and it also, I've heard it ends poorly. I never watched season six. So it's not a, worth, a worthwhile show watching if it doesn't have a satisfying ending. Fair play. Carry on with uh, your Love, Devon Robots. Because I, I, I do like that show as well. The only reason I was going to say that is because, like a sketch comedy show, there's there's stuff in here that you won't like. Maybe there's stuff in here you absolutely love because it's an anthology. So every epi- show, every episode is different. Nothing's connected. Yeah. And that's, that's um, the and best it part brings about in it. Loads, yeah, brings in loads of different filmmakers and stuff to like for each episode. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's an animated show. There is some live action aspects to it. At times, yes. But let's look at an uh, example. Can I see example? Does it not tell me? I'm trying to find examples of like big people that worked on it. But I know like David Fincher's worked on it. It's produced uh, by David Fincher, right? And um, one of the producers, the, yeah. And uh, Tim Miller. Yes, Tim. Well, the show was created by Tim Miller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And executive producers Tim Miller and David Fincher. But like, uh, I know one one of the writers on one of the episodes is Ken Liu. I don't know how you say his last name, Liu. And I know he's like a science fiction fantasy author, who's quite known. There's actually a book of his I wanted to get, but I can't remember what it's called right now. Just trying to see if I recognize any other names because I know there's a lot of different names on this show. Yeah, or at least I thought there was. <laughs> Either way, yeah, it's a very interesting, very interesting show. Lots of really, deep, really interesting stories, like told from all the different worlds, different sci-fi things. Yeah, it's, I, yeah, I, it's I heavy, would recommend like, sci-fi it as well. fantasy story. Well, it's f- adult. Don't watch it. If you, don't watch it if you've got kids with you. And that's the thing as well, because it's an anthology series. You can kind of just choose an episode at random. Obviously, watch it, try and watch it in the order, but you know you can just choose a episode at random and not have to well, worry what comes before or after. It's, it's to the point where there, are, when it, I think when it first went on Netflix to when it's to now, the order has actually changed. Yes, like it I has. can't remember what it was, but I've once found a list that was like different to the, uh, to the order I watched them in, for example. Yeah, because I remember when it first came out, my the order that was on my Netflix was actually different to the one that was on yours because I watched a different yeah. first episode to you and I, yeah and actually looking at it right now like the list of episodes on Wikipedia for example um, they're in a different order to the way I watched them yeah it's kind of mad because I remember the, I remember the last episode I watched was I think Zima Blue okay which wasn't one I was overly fond of I think it was really interesting though that's another thing it's just like sometimes you're not you don't ex- you don't know what to expect with any of these things either um and all the different animation studios that work on it, you know, they do do a fantastic job. Oh yeah, the animation some better is than others. out of this world, yeah. <laughs> um, and there are like some episodes where I was like, I don't like this, don't enjoy this one at all. But you sit for it because it's they're not they're not long. Oh no, like they're like they're like just around ten minutes, if that. But yeah, it's it's a very interesting show. I would, and I'm glad that. Like, that's a kind of the one of the reasons why I also chose the one that we could both talk about because we can both say a lot about this show. It's very interesting. That's yeah, really I... all that can be said, isn't it? It's very interesting. And I think that's the thing about all these recommendations, right? Like you might be listening to this guy. Well, they've not really said anything. But that's the thing. The reason we're recommending them to you is because we want you to watch them for yourselves. Like I'm not gonna like my favorite one out of my list. Or what I like all of mine, but I want Connor to go away and watch The Last Kingdom. I wouldn't. I, I don't want to tell him what happens in the story because I don't want to ruin it for him. But um, mm. all of these shows are ones that we've binged or watched, and you know we really enjoy, and we hope you you get some enjoyment out of it. Yeah, and it's another reason why we come in with different shows as well. It's like different shows for different moods, you know, shorter, longer. Yeah, and we didn't collaborate. We didn't tell each other what our lists was before. Do you know what I mean? This no. was this was purely. We I made mine way. literally before before I made mine while watching while making this podcast. Like I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I'm... Um... Which is why I'm also going to mention the three I didn't uh, recommend, but I'm not going to say anything about them. I'm just okay. going to mention the three that I didn't recommend, which is The Dragon Prince, an animated show. Yeah. Uh, it's going to finish in four seasons, but they've already been renewed for those four seasons, so exciting. Um, 
another show, a drama, Afterlife by Ricky Gervais. Okay. It's an incredible show. I genuinely recommend that to you, Harry. Yeah, I've seen the first episode actually. I think you'd really like the show. Yeah, I'm gonna like, give it. I'm definitely I know, gonna give it a go. I know Ricky Gervais is quite does not everyone likes his stuff, but it's genuinely the best thing he's ever done. Okay. Uh, and another show is a Japanese animated show called Agretsuko. Oh, okay, cool. Which is a workplace comedy. Decent. <laughs> it's but it's but she likes to do metal karaoke on the side. The main character. I mean, why not? <laughs> It's a really fun show. You should check it out. Yeah, man, I will. Like it, yeah, it's genuinely fun. Yeah, and it goes places as well. It's very interesting. Very, very hard-hitting at times as well. Okay. Like, you get some genuine reactions from it. But yeah, otherwise, we have our list of... Do you have any others you just want to quickly throw out? Not off the top of my head. I tried to. I tried really hard to make sure I only wrote five down. I had a couple more after, but then I deleted them to make sure I kept to my five. Yeah. Um, and now I can't think and of I them will... off the top of my head. And I'll say, if you like Marvel stuff and you haven't seen the Marvel Netflix stuff, give them a give them a go. You might like them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, specifically Daredevil and Punisher, and I would also say Jessica Jones, but not not everyone would also say Jessica Jones. Yeah, I was going to say Daredevil in particular. But um, there you have it. There's our there's our Netflix recommendations. So, we'll quickly just so you say just say the five you said like clearly so everyone can hear what we what we went through just to uh, remind them so the last kingdom auntie donna's big old house of fun uh the crown stranger things and the chef show and i said she and the princesses of power russian doll uh love death and robots uh what else did i say <laughs> Love Death and Robots. So fucking hell. See, I'm so bad at this shit. Uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Russian Doll. Yep. Why You Like This. Yep. Um, Love Death and Robots. Yep. What was the last one? What was not not the last one? But what was the other one? Your second one. No, my second one was Russian Doll. Disenchantment. That was it. That was it. We Maybe got there in the end. I'll make kids. A, I'll make pictures for Insta. I'll make pictures for the Insta again. Sounds good. For up images of all the shows we recommended, and you know, yeah, like like what we did when we did the five rec- film recommendation thing. Yes, that's a good idea actually. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's this week. Um, next next week we'll probably talk for free guy. I almost said full guy, but <laughs> yes, next week will hopefully be free guy. And uh, if and, I manage to watch maybe... it, bad batch. Yes, a recap of uh, all 16 episodes of The Bad Batch. Which and has already been renewed for a season 2. That's a piece of news we didn't touch on. Yes, it has. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And also, just while I remember, um, I've been... Um, it's an apology from me, really. If my, if ever the sound doesn't sound great from me, it's because I've been having a bit of trouble with my mic recently. So, um, just thought I'd throw that out there. I've had one or two people go... Is your, is your mic alright? Yeah, it's, it's just... It's a bit of a funny mic. So, um, I am... It's also... Well, well, last week you recorded through your your, your AirPods, so... That's true. But, um... Like, I'm noticing some... As we're recording this, I'm noticing some fluctuating sound waves on my, on my mic. I am going to get a new one. A nice, crisp, clean, decent one. Um, it's just... It, these things take... These things take time, right? Get off my back. No, and, and money. Yeah, and money. Um, yeah, and we're not exactly making anything from this podcast. If you'd like to subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one day we've we've genuinely talked about that as well. Um, oh yeah, it's just a matter of what uh, but, can we offer people? Yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, those are our those are our five recommendations. I mean, have you yeah. had have you have you watched anything this week or can recommend anything this week? more than what, what we already chef. recommended yeah I watched Chef like I said I'd recommend that nice um, I watched another film on uh, on Now TV called Milk which is about um, Harvey Milk who was one of the first gay people to be elected into office in America okay and talks about like the influences he had on everything it's actually an older not an older older about, it's over 10 years old yeah um, and it stars um is this okay? Oh, how do I forget his name? Yeah, Fight Sons uh, stars Sean Penn. <laughs> nice. 
as the main character, and he actually won an Oscar for it. So. Oh, very nice. Um, yeah, James Franco's in it. Decent. And others. I can't remember all the names off the top of my head, but no, it's a really good film. Um, more for the message, the point it's making as well. Like, it's a very good film for, you know, the story it's telling. Yeah, Josh Brolin's in it, Diego Luna. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's from 2008. But yeah, it was pretty good. Um, other than that, what else? Have I watched anything else? Uh... I don't think so, really. Let me quickly scroll. Did I? I don't know if I watched this after we watched the last episode. Did I mention I watched the original Batman? No, because I watched it after the Suicide Squad. So. Yeah. Yeah, I watched Batman 1989. What'd you figure out? It's fine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all right. It's old. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's certainly of its time. Oh, yeah. But there's some really good ideas in there, actually. Like, if it was mo- if it was made today, with the same kind of ideas, but with today's technology, I think it'd be genuinely really good. Mm. Okay, cool. Uh, and other than that, I also I watched um, the first episode of What If Marvel's What If. Yeah, that's the only thing I've actually watched this week. Um... <laughs> well, it's not just it's not just about things you've watched, Harry. It's also about things you listen to, and you listen to one of my recommendations. I did. I listened to. Uh... Dungeons and Daddies, a D and not, not a BDSM, BDSM podcast, podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, but a D and D podcast. Connor's been recommending it to me for fucking ages, and I finally went. You know what? I'll give it a go. And within the space of about five days, I'm also a Patreon subscriber, so I'm enjoying it. It's really good. But he I'm, has only listened to like nine episodes or something. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> it, but it's it's genuinely. You stick an episode on and you just laugh. And, get, and, you, yeah. and you, what I love about it as well is it's not just funny. I get genuinely, really invested in the story and the characters. No, me too. Yeah, um, that's why I'm. You're, you're in for a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, so I'd highly recommend that. And I also I listened to this next box set of uh, Christopher Eccleston's Big Finish collection, which was good. Uh, you can tell he's having the absolute time of his life, which would be nice to hear. But um, but yeah, that's it from me yeah. for this week. Yeah, and that's it from Connor. Yeah. As always, thank- oh, well, you you speak for me. I do, yeah. <laughs> no, but as always, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, you can find us all over social media. You can find us all over it. All We're over- blowing up right now. Oh, blowing up! You can find us on Facebook at Rock Spock and Two Smoking Microphones. You can find us on Instagram at Two Smoking Microphones. You can find us on Twitter at Two Smoking Mics. You can get in touch with us via email at Two Smoking Microphones Pod at Gmail dot com. Connor is about to tell you where you can find him separately. At Connor Jordan underscore ninety six on Twitter. And you can find me at Harry Young Edits on Twitter or at the reviewlab.org. Um Yeah. As always, thank you yeah. so much for listening. Next week, free guy and hopefully bad batch. Um if I watch it all in time. Um Yeah. Stay safe. Yeah. We hope you've enjoyed it. Listen to our recommendations, get in cut get in touch with your recommendations what do you recommend on on netflix that you think we should watch um and what do you think of our recommendations um yeah Yeah, let us know if if you genuinely watch anything that we've recommended let us know yeah we'd love to hear from you so um yeah look after each other stay safe and we will speak to you very soon